Hello, hello. My name is Insane Raven. I am back with another episode of Tales of the Hunt. And we are talking about, yes, another Ubisoft game and another Far Cry game. Because honestly, I got into a bit of a pattern around this time of just trying to get all the games, all like the same games done in a while. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But couple of things right at the top. One, if you are listening to this the day it comes out, uh, March 26, 2022, you have about a day left, a day and a half left, depending on how you count your halves, to play Far Cry 6. It is free to play this weekend, so go ahead and play that, you know. Uh, they just dropped a free crossover event with Stranger Things, which is very strange. And the trailer alone, because I haven't played it, the trailer alone makes me just want a full-fledged, like, Stranger Things game. But in, like, this look, not the 8-bit style that they did season 3 in. Second, yeah, I am sick as a dog right now. Like, I took off work the past couple of days. I've been taking shots of medicine all for like the past three days as well as today so my speech is a little slurred now you know why if i sign nasally as fuck now you know why but i'm trying to get better as fast as i can because tomorrow i have a very special guest coming uh, my grandmother is coming down from new coming down and it's gonna be in town and it is just like absolutely amazing i have not seen her in three four years and I cannot wait to see her again. So, if I'm slurred, it's because I'm like a 2010 rapper and I'm high of over-the-counter drinkable medicine. I'm nasally because I'm still sick and I just want to get better so I can go see my grandma tomorrow. <laughs> but now you guys know, I'm going to try to keep the sniffling to a minimum. Go play Far Cry 6. And, you know, say la vie, here we go, type thing. Alright. So let I'm gonna try to wrap this video up as quickly as possible because I do not want to be talking <laughs> as much as I have to. <coughs> Sorry, and you know, let's just go. Uh, Far Cry Four. Why is this game important? It's important for a couple of reasons. One, Far Cry Three was practically a genre-redefining game. It essentially changed what open-world action-adventure games were going to look like for a while. And it also kind of put Ubisoft in this position of how do you make a sequel to a game that wasn't even the original. A lot of people started to look at Far Cry 3 as the beginning of the series again, a rebirth for the series in a completely different direction than Far Cry 1 and Far Cry 2. Well, Far Cry 1 was running off of the Unity, was running off the Cry, uh, the Crisis Engine, and doing stuff there that was really innovative and interesting for the time, but pretty stagnant. It was based off levels. No one really cared about it. Number two, flipped the switch in a completely different direction, went for like serial uh, realism into the fact that a lot of people didn't like two because of that. They didn't like having to deal with malaria. They didn't like to have to deal with, you know, 
the gun jamming every five minutes they really hated the fact that a single file could destroy half of the map and just you're stuck with that so two made a lot of mistakes one made a lot of mistakes three made it golden and a lot of people now had their eyes on three so how do you do three again but make it different enough that it's interesting well four you come in with your focus again on your antagonist with creating this diverse and wonderful world and map that kind of just acts as a playground a virtual vacation from what any of the other competitors are doing you slap an rideable elephant on and just make it go wild while Far Cry 3 taught me different skills that I could bring back into the real, real world with poker Far Cry 4 was like I just want to have fun and have some junk food gaming and that's exactly what Far Cry 4 is. Pagan Min is a ruthless character. And I loved him upon reflection. Because at the time, I was like, ah, oh, man, you're just flamboyant boss. And I don't like you as much. Which is kind of disappointing. But, again, that kind of that comes with the territory. I think Far Cry 4 was one of the, was the last Far Cry game. To be on both both generations of PS3 and PS4, but I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, so let's go into these trophies and try to get this through as quickly as possible. Because a, I owe you guys an episode, but b, a lot of Far Cry, a lot of the Far Cry trophies kind of fall into the same kind of categories of clearing off the map of most, or if not all. Of the collectibles, learning all the skills, playing the campaign missions, and just being stealthy. It's because of the Far Cry games and because of Ubisoft games in general that I started developing a four category type uh, of breakdowns of trophies. You have your collectible, your campaign, your multiplayer, and then your skill based trophies. So those are your four types. You got your, your campaign your collectible slash grind trophies, your multiplayer trophies, and then your skill trophies. Let's kind of walk down Far Cry 4 and see how those break down. Now, I did Far Cry 4 back when in 2015 when it was pretty, pretty much still alive, uh, 2015 to 2016. So, we're not exactly talking about a recent platinum at all for the collection. Uh, so let's just kind of go through Welcome to Kiat. This is for joining the Golden Path. It's the first campaign mission. And you can only do this in campaign only. As it says in parentheses, campaign only. Well read. Read 10 notes. This is some of the collectibles that are around the, around the world. A lot of them are going to be in bases and on uh, radio towers and those kind of things. Pretty much wherever you have to go to expand your map is where these notes are going to be. They're super easy. And I literally got it uh, a little bit on uh, the next day. Because I just stopped flying. Roadkill. Run over 25 people in a car. Quick learner. Learn 10 skills. There really aren't any tips for either one of those. Just, you know, kind of do it. Two birds using a sniper rifle kill two targets in a single shot, campaign only. Go to the radio tower and just try or uh, cliff ledge. 
and just wait for it to happen. If you're going to apply a, a silencer on your gun as well, it'll be much easier to take them both out. Especially if you're trying to do the tread lightly. Liberate any outpost without triggering an alarm in any mode. Campaign only. Which is just weird. But what it says about that is that you can go ahead and replay uh, outposts in this game. Which took away some of the stress from Far Cry 3. Well, you have this feeling of if you missed it, you missed it. So that was good not to have that here. Tricked out. Craft five upgrades for your equipment. Make it rain. Spend 500,000 rupees total at trading post. This is just for spending money. And you're going to end up doing that anyway by upgrading your equipment and buying new guns and paint jobs and that kind of stuff. Rewriting history. Remove 30 propaganda posters and transmission. Liberate eight bell towers. Both of those are just more collectible based and they're not something that you really have to worry about missing as most of the structures have some sort of propaganda poster and the bell towers are clearly marked on your map as ways to expand your map anyway. If you've done a Far Cry game you're going to be pretty comfortable with both of these type of things. So it's not really there's not a lot to dive into is what I mean. Uh, Trigger Man this is for completing three assassination or iPhone eye quests in the campaign only. Again, just side mission stuff. Shutterbug, tag 25 enemies using the camera. Same thing. Defender, repel three outpost retaliation parties. This is one of the new things that this game took from the campaign of Primal, I think. I think that's how it works. Or was it? I don't remember the order of it, I'm going to be honest. Um, but some of the outposts that you have captured will then be under attack by Pagan Min's forces and you'll have to repel them. Do it three times, you're going to get yourself a trophy. Drive by, kill 25 enemies while shooting and driving. A lot of these can be done in your missions in the side and the supply uh, convoy missions because there are plenty of enemies there, or just driving around and having a good time if you want to go loud for an outpost one over time as well. I need to sneeze. Give me one minute. That was fun. Like I said, I'm not going to stop often, but I don't want to, like, sneeze all up on you. If that makes sense, that's really gross. Uh, <clears throat> no one left behind. Rescue 15 hostages in hostage rescue missions. These have a bunch of... There are a bunch of them lying around the map. They're another side activity type deal. But most of these, you have groups of hostages that you can uh, save. And by being stealthy, you'll be able to save more of them instead of just going in guns blazing. Ones down, the side, Duplo's Fates. This is an interesting one. The structure of Far Cry 4 is much more... It's kind of similar to Far Cry 2 in the ways that they took of... They pushed aside just story progression for massive territorial outposts and once you take down once you do enough side activities for them and decide actual key moments and including one with like a Bob Marley remix when you're getting high off your ass because you're burning a bunch of weed you get the attack of forts and with these forts you don't have to use lethality you can actually give them mercy killings or do stuff that requires no no killing at all, which is interesting. 
and this is gonna be for the first one, Duplo. Overdose, discover Shangri-Li. This is when the side missions of like drug use went from, oh no, we're gonna make it uh, a key thing for a couple of all things, which is, you know, fun. Fix the upper, purchase three items for the Gale homestead, deliver us from evil, liberate 12 outposts, the rarest game, complete three Kyat fashion requests. I also do want to say that one of the things that this game does well is that with some with some of the actual missions before you go down and take down forts or your mission right after the fort, you get to do these missions where you can side with one of two different protagonists, one of which is much more progressive but undeniably leads the country down darker, more insidious paths, well, or the other path that leads it much more in a traditionalist and not better just a different the same kind of different kind of facts if that makes any sense and it's interesting to see how that kind of balances out um unfortunately though you do end up having to pick one or the other you don't get to go all down one you don't get to like pick and choose Because eventually the game will make you choose. Alright, we'll go uh, two down. Decide Noah's fates. Display a fortitude. Conquer two fortresses. What I was just talking about. Robin Hood hijacked three royal cargo trucks and returned them to liberated outposts. It's kind of fun. Kind of not. Decide you must fates for the third campaign thing. The good fights. Uh, reach karma level 2 and purchase any guns for higher upgrade campaign only. This is just make, doing the good things, helping out, um, shred people on the side of the road when they need help, taking out men's forces, actually, or anything interesting like that. Dr. Feelgood, craft 2015 syringes because drug use is fun here. Well-rounded, complete any six hunting quests. This is from supplies, control, or survival in the campaign only. Just doing any six of them will get to the trophy. Diffuser, complete three bomb diffuser quests. Those kind of suck. Hand of Justice, eliminate three pagans' wrath convoys. Write tribute, spend ten money wheels. There aren't a lot of these, but once... They're there, they're like once you see them on your map, just go for them and spin them and interact with them. It's kind of fun. Uh, Gearhead complete three Kiati films, racing all Kiati film survival activities, campaign only, another side mission type activity. Uh, Hand of Justice, the Pagan Wrath convoys, another side activity. Bomb Diffuser, another side activity. Uh, community surprise play a top rated map in the map browser map browser only in the multiplayer which you know isn't fun renaissance man finish a public match of each game type in the battles of kiat game mode battles of kiat mode only this is one of the rare ones on the list and it kind of sucks it is it's definitely a thing but again it's one of the things that the early and mid 2010s had this weird fascination with sticking multiplayer modes in games that really didn't need them or where they didn't belong. And it's just another example of that. 
fortunately when I did it back then it, the servers were weren't in bad shape they just weren't in good shape I don't have no idea how they look in 2022 playing it in 2022 I can only imagine it's just a nightmare of them not just boosting sessions so keep that in mind brother in arms liberate one outpost playing as hook this is with the campaign co-op only you have to join someone else's lobby to go ahead and do it so there you go custom fitted uh buy all attachments and paint schemes for a single weapon that's going to be really helpful in getting your like spending five hundred thousand rupees in a single uh ad shops trophy that trophy is going to be pretty helpful there from a distance kill a target from 60 meters away with an arrow or bolt you've done it before don't worry about it exorcist remove or destroy 15 masks of your lung another side activity thing fly like a bird uh fly five thousand meters total in a wingsuit like you're in a bunch of mountains when once you get the wingsuit just jump off of shit and fly it's one of the fastest modes of transportation in the entire game if you don't need to get anywhere specific caretakers a memory t find 10 lost letters i'm pretty sure there's only 10 of them in the game ring of death kill 30 enemies with mortal rounds this is for when you're doing uh, outpost defending or outpost taking over. You can go ahead and find models and just blow shit up. It's going to be your best way of getting it. Especially because it's campaign only. So just go ahead with that knowledge. Quad kill. Kill four enemies simultaneously with a single explosion. It says what it says on the tin. I recommend using the mortar rounds and just waiting till they all bunch up. In an area all clear liberate all outposts flame on <clears throat> sorry uh kill 50 enemies with fire you you get a flame that it's a lot of fun fully loaded learn all the skills like i said uh changing lanes before my vehicle take down from the passenger seat of a vehicle campaign only you campaign co-op only which is good because that's the only way you can do it essentially we i don't remember who did it and this is the trophy that's going to be the bitch in your run let me tell you straight up um because it requires just being able to set it up you need to basically be right next to another vehicle and hit the takedown button as soon as it shows up i get them on a microphone and communicate you'll be right as rain is it isn't hard, it just requires teamwork and cooperation. Uh, the People's Champ. Reach Arena Rank 5. There's Arena in the Mountains as a side mission. I, I don't really remember well, but I remember that it's like in a mountain side and it causes a loading screen to go into it. And... Yeah, getting the rank five is just getting through five different rounds of it. Each round consists of a certain number of waves, and it's just it's just standard. Hey, don't die, survival type thing. No big deal. This guy is falling. Perform a takedown from a buzzer. I did this with a fortress. The king is dead. Decide Pagan fate. Tusker, kill fifty. Kill 30 enemies with an elephant. Actually, it's 
pretty fun just going around murdering people on an elephant um that one can be kind of annoying though because you need a an elephant and they're not a common animal type but b you also just need a shit ton of enemies because the elephants are the most mobile they are the most capable of doing things and they're just kind of annoying to ride if they're not annoying they're very situational so just be aware of that and my last trophy which is almost Far Cry tradition at this point um, to have this as one of the last trophies if not the last trophy is misdirection distract 15 enemies with rocks which then got me the Master of Karat trophy thank you guys for listening I will see you guys next time. I need to go chug some more medicine.